guys, it's Amanda and Baron, and we are back again with Kicking Cancer Cares. Our sponsor for this second half is Marianne McNally. She's a residential real estate specialist with Next Home Realty Connection. So if you are looking to buy a home, sell a home, or just not even really sure where to start, she's definitely your go-to girl. You can give her a call at 503-409-4389. Again, that's 503-409-4389. And we do have a guest on the phone with us mm-hmm. from, are you still with us, boy? Did we lose you? Sure am, yeah. Oh, all well, right. Here we go. Call, calling in from New Brunswick, Canada. For those that missed the, the last half of the show, shame on you. But you can catch the <laughs> podcast on Monday. Uh, Boyd has taken us through just an amazing journey in his life. At 37 years old with three kids, you find out that you have an incredibly rare blood cancer and it was going to require um, basically stem cell to take care of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Am I recapping right. that correctly, an unrelated Boyd? Transplant from a, yeah, from a, from an unrelated donor. Yeah, yeah. And there's some massive database in Canada. There's also one in the United States. And and so you're looking for one person that will match, and you found somebody. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like yeah. early, so, about 12 years ago, roughly 12 years ago. So what happened then, Boyd? 12 years ago. Yeah. So what happens is you have to be in remission to do an unrelated transplant. Um, sadly, I've connected with people that have passed away uh, because they couldn't get the cancer into remission as they're waiting on a transplant. Do you know what that means, and other Amanda? people are trying I, to do a transplant. So I'm just going to interrupt you for a second because I want to oh. make sure the listeners know what you said. Yeah. That you're diagnosed in July 2011. Mm-hmm. You've got blood cancer. Yeah. Remission means that yeah. they think the cancer is under control. It's, no, it's, no evidence of diseases, today's lingo. Yeah. NED. So, yeah, so in today's lingo, yeah. it means uh, that it means that they said there's no evidence of disease, that Boyd's cancer is gone, and in order okay. for it, it has to be gone for him to do this transplant. And so if you don't get right. the cancer in remission, if it's not gone... Then they can't do the transplant. And so what he just said is that some people okay. die... Or, or I've heard stories where people have tried to do it without it being in remission and they die. Oh, wow. Okay. So your story yeah. gets more and yeah. more complicated so, because of all yeah. the factors to right. get this stem cell. Right. So uh, quick version without it being a quick version was uh, February 17th. Uh, 2012, uh, two days prior, had a had a vision, and it was it was Jesus being flogged for his crucifixion, and the, the scripture reference would be, by his stripes we were healed. And on February 17th, I supernaturally vomited the cancer out of my body. And again, just for context, to know if you're in remission or not, they do a bone marrow biopsy, and they came in and did one the next day. But because I was already planning on going out to Vancouver, I had taken my oldest son, Stephen, out to Vancouver to see my family and was able to, to just have some reconciliation with them. And, and the amazing thing about that was I wasn't even waiting for the hospital to call. We had, like, we're all around Vancouver, Canada, right? And they called, and they're like, you're in remission. I'm like, I knew it. I just knew it. And, like, that, even from Ontario where we live, that's a, that's a five-hour flight, right? Like oh, wow. We were near Detroit to go out to north of Seattle. So anyways, we, my wife Googled and found a different hospital, and it was uh, Dravinsky Regional Cancer Clinic in Hamilton, Ontario, which is kind of the armpit or the corner coming around to, um, coming around to uh, Niagara Falls. 
from oh. Toronto, right? Hamilton's kind of that that area there. And I and I, I wonder and so, I wonder I wonder to one more time, boy, and and I apologize for interrupting yeah. you, but you said two yeah. things that I think are just amazing, and I just really <laughs> want to bring this up. Today today is February the tenth, two thousand twenty-four. Yeah. I've tried for a while to Four. coordinate uh, getting Boyd on our show. But it was I February know, the seventeenth. This, this has gone on for like five months. <laughs> We've tried for a while to get him on the show, and God was yeah, waiting yeah. for this date because it was twelve yeah. years ago next Saturday. Go. Right? Wow. The other thing yeah. that I and yeah, I, have, yeah, yeah. I have said. Wow, this, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> about, we've tried for a while to get him on the show, and it's just yeah. boarding schedules. But. Um, so we're a 501c3, and if you're a 501c6, mm. that means you have some religious purposes. We don't. We're not, we're not a faith-based organization. Mm. But I have no mm. problem telling people that the cure to cancer is God. Mm-hmm. And, Amen. And mm. you said something in the other half of the show <clears throat> that can- cancer, did not know you- <laughs> cancer did not know your God. That's what I say. Cancer right. did not know Boyd's God. You had a vision— Basically today, twelve years ago, and when you say you vomited up your literally God pushed the cancer out of your body so that you could get this transplant. I mean, Mm -hmm. this is just unreal how this all lines up because I could not get him lined up before. This is I'm sitting here in shock. I'm just sitting here in shock, (laughs) Boyd, with the timing of everything just happened. So so, sorry to interrupt, but God, 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 no, God no, no, is no, the cure good. to cancer, and it's that's what people got to understand. So anyway, go ahead. It was right around the Super Bowl weekend, I remember that. And it was a really bizarre moment because I don't, I don't have a football team. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have a team. I, I guess I'd cheer for the Seahawks, but Thank you. it was so bizarre because <laughs> the New York Giants beat the Patriots a second time. Oh, yeah, I do remember that they, game. They beat them in 2007, <laughs> right? so bizarre and then they did it again and i felt like god said if if the giants can do this you can be cancer twice and so anyways again you have to be in remission to do the unrelated transplant and that is the most important part about any of this to be able to um to be able to do the transplant and so anyways around may 2nd may 3rd 2012 we found jurevinsky hospital because again princess margaret in Toronto, sitting in my file, just, well, I was incompetent. I mean, I almost died. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, um, full body radiation, five times chemotherapy, the whole bit. And having um, an unrelated transplant where you're going through a week of this stuff, they, they kill off everything. They remove your entire immune system through chemo and radiation. So that at that point, if you don't have... Um, if the transplant doesn't work, you die because you have no immune system, right? So you're receiving someone else's immune system. In the process of all of this year-long process and in and out of the hospital and then this month in isolation in a different city that we lived in from where we lived, um, I went through a traumatic brain injury um, from chemotherapy, uh, neuropathy, uh, spinal cord trauma. Wow. The list went on and on and on. And, and all these things. And so uh, medical disability was the long-term effect of it. But anyways, I was on 24 different pills a day and found that um, wow. I got a letter in the mail from the 
from the hospital. How's the service? And so I wrote back. I'm like, this is the service. <laughs> blood cancer twice in a blood cancer twice in eight months. Brain injury, spinal cord trauma, and even the spinal cord trauma could have been addressed properly if the emergency department didn't misdiagnose it as a bladder infection, put a catheter inside of me, and send me home. Oh wow! And so. Anyways, a guy called. He's like, this is, I'm so sorry. I said, no offense. I want to hear from somebody that has authority. And I just, it, just dawned, it just dawned on me in the last two years, like a gentleman named Dr. Zabert called from the, the hospital and said, I'm so sorry. I said, sir, I don't feel like this even a little bit, but I, as a Christian, I need to forgive you. So I'm choosing to forgive you. I don't feel like doing this. But anyways, that was the TSN turning point. Like, sorry, TSN is a, is a sports network you guys have. ESPN, but <laughs> like the turning point of the game, right? Mm-hmm. So for whatever reason, the, the, I got off all the anti-rejection medication. So what? And I, oh, and there's another thing. They say, they say so, so you're, this is like a lifetime thing. And they also say everybody gets graft versus host disease, where the grafted marrow attacks the host. And it felt like the Spirit of God said, do not accept those words. So I said quietly to myself, in Jesus' name, I will not get graft versus host disease. And so never got graft versus host disease and, and, and other than a brain injury and spinal cord trauma, the, the, the transplant worked. I got off 98% of the medication. Wow. That's amazing. And, and we, we, right. we talked a minute ago about the fact that, you know, cancer didn't know your God. Um, but, and, right. and you just said something, and if I'm hearing you correctly, that is just so powerful. <laughs> <clears throat> you, you forgave <clears throat> the hospital and the doctors for right. horrible diagnosis, what, incompetence, 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 almost, almost kill, almost killing me four different times. Mm-hmm. But, but again, and, and we're not, we're, we're not trying to become a religious show here. But there is a lot of places no, no, in, no. in the scriptures where the power of you forgiving allowed your body to right. then heal. Right. That to is respond. That to is respond. incredibly and, 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 you know, powerful. <laughs> I, I have to tell you, I'm a reluctant forgiver. <laughs> well, especially really when they like when they did on. what they did. I like I, falling I, on odd. Well, you know, but 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 I, I'm just going to say something, and I'll say it anyways. Blood cancer gets a pass, right? You talk to somebody with lung cancer, they get blamed for smoking. You talk to the next guy that has colon cancer; he must have done something wrong with his diet. But blood cancer repeatedly gets a pass. And for me, and for other people in my small world, so I'm not an expert. Please don't hear it that way, but. Anger, resentment, bitterness, bitterness towards a father figure, those open the doors to leukemia. I've, in my 12 years of doing that, Amen on that one. I've just met so many, I've met so many broken, sad people that, that have daddy issues. And what I didn't share, because I went over it very quickly, when I was in Vancouver, I, I forgave my dad. Oh, yeah, you did and, say that you went over there uh, to do a recon, to reconcile. Yeah. I went out to Vancouver. I rec- yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget my dad. That's um, amazing. Not going to get into all the stuff he did, but right. it, was, it was not a good childhood. Yeah. I forgave him. Yeah, I, I didn't talk to him. Like, it was one of those situations you forgive somebody and you move on. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, all that to say, got, all, got through all that stuff. And it, in spite of health issues, disabilities, and everything else, um, gosh, we, <laughs> we got to get through this quickly. So let me jump in. Fast, fast. A year later. Yeah, fast forward a, a little bit. Later, a year later, two, two things happened. One, a friend took me to Alaska, ran a marathon for me with the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. It changed my life. I bought a pair of shoes and started running. That changed my life. Even with a disability, that started running. And like during my treatments, I had to learn how to walk up and down stairs again. Really? And I at was the same ask. time, too, 
we also found out that my stem cell donor was an American naval serviceman whose name is Nathan Burns. Nathan was deployed overseas with the U.S. Navy in Japan at the time. <clears throat> Sorry. And they flew him to Washington, D.C. to harvest his marrow. They flew him. The wow. Navy paid to fly this guy. Wow. Wow. Because I don't, he's busy. He's busy. Right? So, so we did this, and, and we didn't know. The, the, the nurse in Canada flew to get his bone marrow to bring it back, his stem cells, immature cells in wow. the bone marrow, to do the transplant. But you have to wait a year. Like, the year was horrible. Most people die within the first year. Most people are dead in six months. They never connect with their donor because they're dead. Right. Right. So did so you I'm get like, a chance to meet him? we became friends on Facebook, and it's like, when are we going to meet? Well, Nathan was deployed overseas. And so for seven years, we, made, we waited to meet Nathan. And for seven years, I got to tell you, my drive and my focus and my determination is when, is I gonna, when am I going to meet Nathan? But I didn't sit on my butt. Because we had gone to Disney when I had cancer and went back a few more times, um, my first marathon was at Disney in 2015. You need to, you need to stop. I called just, up the LLA. You need to stop just for a second because just I, I, we, I – we, we just got back from our 14th trip in January. I, I, I have a vision in my head of uh, Forrest Gump uh, who had things on his legs and then he runs these right. long distances. I mean, that's what I'm kind yeah, of envisioning yeah, yeah. here is that you had to learn to walk again. Yeah. You go to Alaska to, to watch, walk a friend, and right. watch a friend watch run a, a friend marathon. run a marathon. And, and then in January. Uh, well, the best part, the best part, January, a year and a half later in Florida, there's a lady named Bonnie and she was the director of the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. She remembered seeing me in Alaska a year and a half later. She was from Alaska. Oh, no way. So many connections. Yeah, I sure. So I shared you... the stage with her in front of 20,000 people. I was asked would I share my story. I thought this would be in front of like 100 people in a room, like, like you know, the fundraiser, the team in training, 100 people, right? 20,000 people before the half marathon. Wow. And you go back to that whole thing of, hey, uh, the only reason I'll ever go back to Boston is run a stupid marathon. <laughs> eight months, eight and a half months, eight and a half months of advocacy, asking questions, trying to run with a charity, trying to guide a blind guy, trying to get in, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Long and the short of it was I was approved to run under their Athletes with Disabilities program for the 2016 Boston Marathon. So that was a year after my first marathon at Disney. And but the coach of the Boston Red Sox wanted to meet me. But you didn't run the Boston Marathon Sorry, go ahead. once. Just... Well, you didn't run the Boston Marathon once, uh, though, did you? No, I've been four times. <laughs> I've been four times because the, some guy, and I'm not going to name them, said I would never go. And so I went. <laughs> and, you know, 2016 was amazing. Like, I ran the Boston Marathon. Mm -hmm. John Farrell, the coach of the Red Sox, wanted to meet me. I met him on the field at Fenway. That was like a one-and-done thing. Oh, wow. And then in the summer of 2016, I was in, I was in Flint, Michigan, and met Bill Rogers, the guy that won the Boston Marathon four times. He's like, boy, do you have an amazing story. And my wife's like, you know what? You, you had fun. You should go back. Mm -hmm. And the guy that I chose to guide me as an adult with disabilities, you're allowed to guide, was a guy named Mike Johnson, who I had met on a bus at Disney a year before, you know, around the marathon weekend. And I said, Mike Johnson, I'll never find you on Facebook. So I grabbed his phone and added myself. And he thought, oh, how obnoxious. <laughs> and, and, then he, and then he saw me speaking on stage before 20,000 people. And the most ironic thing was, is he missed qualifying for Boston by like a second or something oh, silly no. like that. And, and so I chose him as a guide and we went twice and 
So does I just you know, wanna, I had a team of American I, I want Americans go with me and go ahead. Go ahead. I, I want to clarify something because Amanda and I are just a little confused. Are you blind? Yeah. So you're no, running mobility, mobility impaired means disabilities, brain trauma, spinal cord injury. So, so the, the, the medical definition is, is ataxia. So bef- ambulating. before, before July 2011, yeah. life is normal. Now, because yeah. of the chemo, you are visually impaired. So you qualify. No, mo- mobility impaired. Mobili- mobility, mobility impaired. impaired. But you have mobility to have impaired. somebody I, guiding you. What I had you. Said was, I was, yeah, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna help guide a guy that was blind. And that, that totally fell apart because of, well, his choices. So it was going to be the guy with disabilities and the blind guy running Boston together. Gotcha. Okay. I like that. Gotcha. I just want to make sure I heard you. Yeah, correctly. yeah, yeah. Well, well he, made, he made some choices and stole a lot of money from me. And oh. Just another opportunity for gift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anywho. So, no, the mobility impaired means it's very, very open, just disabilities, right? Just anything that would help, cause you from running normally with, with, with normal mobility. And that, so that makes 2016 sense, I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2017 I went and that was an unbelievable moment. Um, a friend had put me on to first Corinthians 15, 55 through 57. Oh, death, where is your victory? Where is your sting? But thanks be to Jesus Christ. that gives us, our, gives us the victory. And that day I had a 25 minute personal best up Austin. Wow. And was singing Victory in Jesus at the top of my lungs. And people were shocked. Like, how are you done already? Right. I run five Ks. I'm not running marathons. I, by, but I do know what a personal best means. And I've, I've like, taken yeah. two or three minutes off. You took right, right, right. 25 minutes. minutes. That's, That's 25 insane. 25 minutes off from one boss into the next. And and. The best part That's was that I beat that guy that said I would never go by a minute that day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the guy that said you would it never go. The guy that said I would never go. The guy that stole $10,000, the, the problem. And but, it changed the, my life. I, but just, then I beat them. 2018 is even more powerful in your life. I went, I went back again. The weather was horrible. It was like, it was a, this 100, oh, sorry, 55 mile an hour headwind. Oh, my it was just about freezing. Yeah, it was just like, oh, just finish this stupid thing. 2018, so three years in a row. Uh, just to not jump around too much, but I did go back in 2022 and beat my time again from the 2017. 2017 was, was the most incredible year. I was the third place adult with disabilities and the top Canadian in that field. Wow. You just look up top, top finishers of the 2017 Boston Marathon. You'll find me. That's amazing. Adults with disabilities. That was but you, but in, that was amazing. in 2018, you didn't do just the Boston Marathon. What else did you do that year? No, I went, I went back to New York. Or no, sorry. I ran New York for the first time. I, I, I had gone as a, as a tourist, but I ran the New York Marathon that year. And that, that, that was just a riot. I love New York so much. It was my favorite marathon. But then 2019 was the year that I finally, finally got a chance to meet Nathan. And again, all these things wasn't because, hey, I didn't have a whatever to meet Nathan. It just was like, okay, it was waiting for life to happen. And the context was in the seven years I waited to meet Nathan, we did seven trips to Disney as a family. And um, I ran seven marathons. I ran the Disney Marathon a second time, actually, in 2018. And so seven marathons, seven years. And I put marathon running on pause in 2019. And we focused on meeting Nathan. And I finally met him at... Disney in November of 2019 and just just Google it. Boy, don't leave me at Disney. I'm sure you'll put it in the show notes, but 
It's a total, total tearjerker. I met him at the end of the um, half marathon, the wine and dine weekend. And it's, man, the girl, the girl that was the announcer named Chris Galloway. And she's like, and here's boy son baby with his stem cell daughter, U.S. Naval Serviceman Nathan Burns. <laughs> People were in tears. It was, it was, it was really cool. And the funniest part was, is I got interviewed several times and, and Fox News totally blew. It went, it went, it went national. Like people from California all the way to New York were, were saying it. But Fox News blew it. They spelled my name wrong and they said I ran a marathon. So. Oh. <laughs> I mean, You're like shame. I'm sure, I'm sure certain people have an opinion on Certain people have an opinion on Fox News, and I can always throw that joke in as a Canadian because I, I try to stay apolitical. <laughs> but anyways, all that to say, um, it was amazing. It's like here we go, and then uh, and then I had go- and again I don't I don't want to go away from that moment. Me- meeting Nathan was again a life changing moment. I've I've had a dozen life changing moments. I've had a dozen amazing opportunities, and meeting him there just it was whatever. Five months later, COVID happened. We had all these plans to travel. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to skip around too much or, or miss me, what that meant to me, but, but he, you know, we connected and we've like, we've been friends the whole time. We've been friends through social media the whole time, but COVID happened. We got locked out from traveling for a couple of years to the U S my wife, like I said, had an idea of moving to the maritime. So here we are, um, did that in the summer of 2021 and then things kind of opened up. I ran couple more marathons here went back to boston in april of 2022 i ran berlin in uh september of 2022 uh walked away from a car crash a year ago in april um ran a marathon two weeks after that that was was, like it it doesn't stop i I took the front of my car off and i just i walked away from it it was it was miraculous and so you're walking miracle keep happening you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we, we, uh, we're cats, ru- cats don't have enough lives. Cats <laughs> don't have enough lives, right? And so we're running. But, we're, um, but we're, Baron, yeah, we're running a lot of time. We're running out of time. Yeah, so. go ahead. One last thought here, Nathan. So, or Nathan. Anyways, <laughs> boy, one last thought. Um, saw Nathan again in the summer of 2022, and at this point, from this recording, I've run 14 marathons, including Disney again a month ago. Um, and so, you know, my love of running is also what I try to give back to the cancer community, it's form of hope and encouragement. And the lion's share of my time these days is spent just with advocacy with different uh, cancer communities. So that's what I do. I love it so I do much. Too. Well, it is always funny how things line up. Um, we've been taking our listeners through a timeline for our organization. And in the timeline it is now April 2nd of 2021. Uh, Mike Sublet, who mm-hmm. has sponsored this show, uh, you know, 20 and 21 were really difficult years for our organization to try to raise any money to keep our organization going. And I had a friend who, they just had this car that wasn't running, and they're like, we just want to find a place to donate. And I said, we can donate to a nonprofit. So they donated the car to us. It, it The engine was crap. And so we put it in the parking lot mm. at this Honky Tonks. It's a local uh, tavern here in town that supported us. And I thought, there's people that have all this bent-up anger for cancer. And why not give them an outlet for the anger? So we brought a spray paint can, and for $10, you got three whacks with a sledgehammer at this car. And you can write whatever you wanted. <laughs> yeah, so okay. they're like, you write blood, you could write brain, whatever cancer you hated, take it out on the car. Mm. Now, I do remember one lady wrote her ex-husband's name <laughs> and spent 50 bucks. I go, wow, that's like 15, that's, uh, that's 15 hits. You don't like that guy very much. But... <laughs> 
But it is that bent-up anger for cancer, and I didn't want our right. organization to be the F Cancer organization, so we found a way to take that anger out on the car, and we did that April right. of 2021. But what I do want Man. the listeners to know, um, we have a store here in Town Boyd where we sell shirts, and orange is the color mm. for, for blood cancer. The, ne- the, the next color that emails Amanda... At Amanda at KSLM.news. I'm going to give you a free orange shirt in honor of Boyd. Whatever size you want, I'm going to give you a free orange shirt in honor of Boyd and whatever you've done, Boyd. That's amazing. Well, thank you so thank much you. for coming in or calling in, Boyd, and your story. You're <laughs> literally a walking miracle. Um, all the glory goes mm. to God. So that's just amazing. Um, Amen. So thank you for sharing your story. All yeah. right. Well, we- thank you for allowing me to share and and. Uh, Really appreciate your time. Um, we met through uh, my friend Mark Kagiyama, who has met you, and yeah. uh, he, he's just one of my most favorite people that I get an opportunity to just do some advocacy with every single week. And so, you know, a small world, but um, small world and a big community. God. So, small world and a big God. Big God. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Awesome. Amen. Well, you guys, um, we're going to wrap up. Our sponsor for the second half is Marianne McNally, who is a residential real estate specialist with Next Home Realty Connection. So if you're looking to buy a home or sell a home, give her a call at 503-409-4389. And remember to pray for her, please. She is currently going through her own battle with breast cancer. And we'll be back next week. As, as the, the movement, movement continues. continues.